590, Just As I Am, will be our song of encouragement. This evening, 590, Just As I Am. As you can see and hear from the scripture readings and the songs this evening, our theme is Great is the Lord's Faithfulness. Great is the Lord's Faithfulness. He will never disappoint. Back in Genesis, you remember Joseph being in prison. And as he's in prison, he interprets the dreams of both the baker and the butler. And both his interpretations came true. The baker was hanged by the king, but the butler was restored to his original uh, responsibility. Before the butler left the prison, Joseph asked him, said, when you get back up there, remember me, remember me. But at the end of Genesis 40, about verse 23, it says simply that the butler forgot about (coughs) Joseph. The butler forgot about Joseph. But God never forgets. As Ben was reading a moment ago, Psalm 121, he never slumbers, he never sleeps, he never forgets. He is faithful. Faithful. Let's notice some ways in which God is faithful as we consider some of these passages and others like it uh, together. God is faithful in keeping the universe going. Hebrews 1 verse 3 says he upholds all things by the word of his power. In Jesus all things consist and are held together. Colossians 1 17. He's faithful and given us life every day. God is faithful in his daily mercies and blessings. That's what we're just singing about. What Josh read for us in Lamentations 3 19 to 24. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is His faithfulness. His daily blessings. He is faithful in bringing us daily blessings and daily compassions. The Lord is faithful in bringing salvation to anyone who wants salvation bad enough. John 7, 17, Jesus says, If any man wills to do his will... Then he shall know the teaching, whether it is of myself or whether I'm speaking from the Father. The Lord has a tremendous way about him to bring the one who has the message together with the one who has a good and honest heart. He's faithful in salvation and bringing salvation. He is faithful in forgiving Christians. Christians do not become perfect just because we're following Christ. But as Will read for us in 1 John 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But the deal here is to realize we do sin, but to try, as 1 John 1 7 says, to try and to determine to keep walking in the light as He is in the light. 
And then his blood will continue to cleanse us uh, from our sins. So he's faithful in forgiving uh, Christians. God is faithful in bringing personal assurance to us. We can be assured that he is with us even when times look kind of dark. In Acts 18 verse 9 and 10, Paul was in the city of Corinth. Many were obeying, but that city was full of wickedness. He was becoming discouraged and the Lord appeared to him and said, I am with you, Paul. I'm with you. I want you to keep teaching. We have many people in this city. Don't want you to quit. I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to keep on teaching. And he stayed there quite a bit more time. The Lord is with us to give us uh, personal assurance. The Lord is with us as we do his work. Most definitely, Matthew 28, verse 20, at the end of the Great Commission, he says, I will be with you. He is faithful in being with us as we seek to do his will, as, as we seek to carry out his work. Right there, as Bryant was reading for us from 2 Thessalonians 3, he read the words from Paul. Paul said, uh, not all have faith, but God is faithful. And as you do his work, he will keep you from the evil one. Very good reading there from 2 Thessalonians uh, 3. God is faithful as we work for Him. And God is faithful as we worship. One of the great promises is from Jesus that as we worship, as He talked about the Lord's Supper, He said, I'll drink it new with you, Matthew 26, 29. I'll drink it new with you. I'll be there with you. Hebrews 2, verse 12 says, As we sing together, the Lord is in the midst of His brethren, and He's giving praise at the same time. Tremendous fact to think that the Lord is with us in worship. The Lord is with us as we extend love to one another and seek unity with each other. Matthew 18 verse 20 says, Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Leading up to that, he's talking about love and unity. And he gives a procedure. He says, If a brother or sister sins against you, you need to go see that person. Not go to the elders, not go to anybody else. You need to go see that person and tell them the fault. And if they hear you, then you have gained your brother. 99.9% of the time, it's, it's done when that little procedure happens. Most of the time, a fault between a brother... And a brother or sister and a brother or, or whatever is just simply a misunderstanding. Okay? Whatever was said was not meant in that frame of mind. was not meant uh, in, in the way you received it. You go talk it out and it's done. Within a few seconds it's done. Jesus says when you seek love and unity, I will be with you. He is faithful to us as we seek love and unity. The Lord, He is faithful as we seek to be holy before Him. As we seek to be holy before Him. Joshua's reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 10. All the trials and tribulations and temptations and the failure of God's people in the wilderness. It leads down to verse 12 that says, Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. And then verse 13 is very comforting. There has no temptation taken you, 
but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. He will not allow any temptation or suffering to come upon you that you cannot bear. But he will, with the temptation, also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. It's not that we go ahead and fail the temptation and commit the sin. It's not what he's saying. He's saying, because of these examples, you can find the strength with God and the strength within you to resist the temptation. And God is with you as you do this. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 says, We need to conduct our life without the love of money. Conduct your life without the love of money. And be content with the things that you have. For the Lord has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You see, He'll be with us as we seek to have integrity before Him. As we seek to be holy before Him. As we seek to resist temptation before Him. He is faithful and promised to be with us. The Lord is faithful to us as we seek to inspire other people. One of the great accounts of the Old Testament is in the book of Nehemiah. As he led many people back to the the homeland after Babylonian captivity to rebuild the city, rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. Especially Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 17. He comes to his brethren there. Nehemiah does. He says, you see the trouble we're in. You see the ruin of the city. You see that the gates are, bur- are burned. He said, let us rise up and build that we be no more reproach. For the hand of God is good upon us. See, you see how he used the faithfulness of God to inspire others. The Lord will be with us in this. Let's go. Let's get this done. Let's rise up and build. And then the same chapter The Lord is faithful to be with us when we resist our enemies. There are some enemies there in Jerusalem, Nehemiah's day. Okay, it just wasn't a walk in the park. These guys like like Sam Ballot was one guy and Geshem was another. They were one was an Arabian, one was a Horonite, but they were trying to resist the building of the wall. Nehemiah 2 verse 20, Nehemiah says, The God of heaven, He will prosper us, and we His servants will arise and build. Why can't we do some pushing back on the enemies of God today? That's what Nehemiah did. He pushed right back at them. He said, Our God will be with us. We will not stop what we're doing. The Lord will be with us in judgment Notice as Preston was reading from, for us from Revelation 19, 11 and 12. The one who sat on the white horse, Jesus, he is called faithful and true. Faithful and true. What the Lord has promised concerning judgment will absolutely come to pass. He will be with us on that day. John chapter 5, 28 and 29, the Lord says, Marvel not at this, the hour is coming. When all who are in the graves shall hear my voice and shall come forth, those that have done good will come forth to a resurrection of life. Those who have done evil will come forth to a resurrection of condemnation. There will be both resurrections. No one's going to stay in the grave. 
but some to resurrection of life, some to resurrection condemnation. The Lord will be true to his word. He will be with us in judgment. And we know also from scripture the Lord will be with us in death. Thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We remember these words from Psalm number 23, where David speaks of the shepherd being his Lord. The Lord is his shepherd. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they, they comfort me. Paul had the same sort of faith as we read about the end of his life over in 2 Timothy chapter 4. He said, All men forsook me, 2 Timothy four sixteen and 17. Nevertheless, the Lord stood by me and strengthened me. As we face the chilling hand of death we sometimes sing about, it doesn't have to be fearful because the Lord will stand by us and he will strengthen us and he is right over there ready to receive us when we leave this world. The Lord will be with us because of the coming of Jesus And mark this down, Matthew chapter 1, you remember that Joseph has, he's considering all the things about Mary, expecting his child, and he's in a dream, and the angel of the Lord speaks to him, don't fear to take unto you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. You shall call his name Jesus For it is he who will save his people from their sins. And all this will be part of the fulfillment of what the prophet said back in Isaiah chapter 7. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Which being interpreted is what? God with us. The reason that we are so confident about the great faithfulness of God, first and foremost, is because the Lord has come. He has come. He was among us. He walked among us. He dwelt among us. He left many things for us to consider and learn. But then he sacrificed himself on the cross, raised on the third day. He has left his word with us. But it's all because he first was among us, he showed us how to be faithful because of the faithfulness of God. In First Peter two, twenty-one to twenty-five, Jesus left us an example that we should follow and walk in His steps. He did no sin; neither was guile found in His mouth. When He was offended. When they afflicted him, he did not return the same back, it says there in 1 Peter 2. But rather, he committed himself to him who is faithful. You'll see that in verse 23 of 1 Peter 2. He committed himself to he who is faithful. Jesus shows shows us how to be faithful to the one who is most faithful. 
And so this little thought tonight, really it's not a little thought, is it? What a tremendous theme, really, to take to bed with you. Great is the Lord's faithfulness. As Bryce was reading from 2 Timothy 2, we must die with Christ if we want to live with Him. That death is a death to sin, a death with Christ, but a death to sin. So that we can be raised in baptism, out of the waters of baptism, to walk in newness of life. If we can help you this evening with any particular spiritual need. You know your thoughts, but the Lord knows your heart even better. It may be that you want to come this evening and and just spread your heart out before the Lord. And we'd be so happy to pray uh, with you, perhaps um, we can take these thoughts and go home this evening and utter a prayer ourselves. Whatever your need may be, please come right now as we stand together, as we sing, just as I am.